Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Live from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg in beautiful downtown Laurel, it's the Eagle Hour. Thank you for listening to us today on the Super Talk Mississippi Network and joining us uh, for Southern Miss coverage today, Luke Johnson in Laurel, Kelly Sander, and Brandon Wallace in Hattiesburg. First segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Dickey's Barbecue Pit, located in a community near you. Lots of stuff going on. Spring's here, and uh, be sure to drop by and get some of the best barbecue in the world at your local Dickey's. They can also cater your next event. Dickey's Barbecue, cooked here, loved everywhere. Well, it is a, a Kelly Center, a uh, historic day um, in, because of the spread of uh, and, and the concern over this coronavirus that has come in uh, to to the United States, and that affects uh, really is f- affecting everyone across the nation. Conference USA, just before we uh, we went on uh, about an hour ago, announcing that all spring sports have been suspended um, until further notice. When you try to put your head around it, Kelly Sander, it's just hard to 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 do it. I don't even know what to say, Luke. The 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 measure of disappointment. Um, and and the under the underpinnings of why some of these decisions are made, which we locally and uh, Jeff Mitchell said the miss is going to join us here in, in just a very short moment. But it's, it's completely out of our control. There, there might be a lot of other issues going on that, you know, who, who knows? It's just. I don't. Need, like I said, I, I, it is. It it is. It's hard to. It's hard to wrap your your head around it. Uh, but Conference USA announcing just about an hour ago that uh, all spring sports have been suspended until further notice. The university will take an extended uh, break uh, for spring break. Classes won't start again till uh, March 27th. And uh, we are really uh, thankful for Jeff Mitchell, Deputy Director of Athletics. He's joining us now on the phone. And and Jeff, thanks so much for coming on the Eagle Hour today and talking to our fans. My pleasure, guys. So, uh, did we get it right? Uh, about an hour ago, Conference USA announces really unprecedented territory for collegiate athletics. Uh, everything this spring, athletic-wise, is on pause until further notice. It, that's right. It, it is unprecedented, and uh, you know, I, I think that just exchanging text messages with my colleagues uh, across the country, we've never seen anything like it. And that goes for coaches, administrators, uh, student-athletes, too. I'm going to go visit with some of our student-athletes later this afternoon. But it is uh, a historic time, as y'all led, uh, coming on the air. And it causes you know historic decisions to be made. And uh, at the end of the day, we're dealing with a public health issue and – a lot of the conferences, most of them now, have all made similar decisions uh, impacting the men's and women's basketball championships uh, and spring sports. So right now we are on a pause. Uh, our spring sports, obviously, that are in season will continue to practice, uh, but uh, we, we just kind of are waiting to see 
uh, what new developments may arise over the next few days, few weeks, and make a determination. Uh, the, the Conference USA did not want to put a time frame on uh, this uh, hiatus uh, because things may change and may change quickly. And certainly we know that a lot has changed in the last 24 hours. Uh, our, right. We were working on a statement last night to send our fan base just to educate them about what was going on nationwide. And as we were doing that, the news broke about the NBA suspending its season, and it was just a matter of time. As uh, you know, Jeremy McLean, our athletic director, and I were talking uh, that uh, something like this was probably going to happen today. And so we began preparing late last night for um, the chance that this would be the case. And then, you know, really about 7 o'clock this morning, uh, news started breaking across the country that conferences were making decisions about their basketball tournaments. And so the snowball uh, became very big very quickly, and uh, decisions were made, and uh, we're going forward with it and honoring that and just being prepared now to uh, be ready to get, get back to play uh, when that time comes. And I, and I do think it'll happen. Uh, it's just a matter of when. So does that mean, Jeff so – I'm sorry, Luke. Does that, does that mean then, Jeff, that all – the and of course, this is all. This is still a shapeless ball of clay right now because this decision is so fresh and new. But I'm sure one That's of the right. proposals on the table would be to actually. Ex- is there a rule that says you can't extend a season beyond the academic year? That is to say, that softball and baseball could extend their years into the middle of June, for example. Well, you know, baseball season and softball, too, by a week or so, already extends past the academic year. So I do think that there will be potential for uh, seasons to be extended. But, you know, that's pure speculation on my part at this point. There's been no conversation about it uh, as we're just focused on today, really. But uh, I do think there will be some conversations um, down the line about what this means because there's all kinds of implications from student-athlete eligibility to uh, academic eligibility if, for example, you know something were to disrupt the, the academic year. So there's just so much unknown that uh, it's really dangerous at, at a certain level to speculate too much. But uh, I think we are uh, well-organized right now to make some good decisions consistent with whatever the conference uh, is implementing, what the NCAA may decide uh, in the coming days. Uh, so uh, we'll be ready, and uh, we're informed. We feel good about um, you know, the open lines of communication between the league office, between the NCAA, between our state and local governments as well, and uh, we'll proceed with caution, uh, but, but at the same time, um, you know, keeping in mind uh, that we want our student-athletes to be healthy and successful, and, and so that's why we're, we're not limiting practice right now so, so they can continue to work out and uh, prepare for the season to resume. Uh, when and if it does. And it, and it is important to underline and capitalize that any comments along those lines are, are purely hypothetical. And again, because this decision right. was, was just handed down, I just want to reiterate that. You would think, right. you would think Jeff Mitchell, with sports not being played then, that that would actually save universities, you know, monies across the country. But, but it, could it actually be more costly than cost saving? Does that make sense? It does, and yeah, the economics of this um, are yet to be explored as this news gets handed down, and now everybody in our profession is is starting to uh, to look at the the economics of it. You know, from, from potential uh, loss value of ticket sales uh, to um, cost savings for not having to travel. So, 
Uh, it, it, it's yet to be determined. I think it'll be different for different places, uh, depending on geography and um, you know the time of the year within the academic year relative to semester schools, to quarter schools. It's just a different uh, set of numbers for different institutions. Luke, but it will I, definitely have an impact. Luke Johnson, I've not seen anything like it in my years, and I've I've lived a few. I'm- yeah, I've, I've never, I've never seen anything like it at all. So, so Jeff, specifically, of course, this affects every everything spring, track and field, baseball, softball, golf, tennis. Um, what about unofficial competition um, like spring football? Has there been anything said on that? I know this just came out, but but status for football, it's to be determined. I mean, practice we're planning on that that will continue. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of. Uh, again, fluidity with this, and, and so there haven't been any detailed conversations about what that looks like, uh, particularly with the extension of spring break now by a week. Uh, so we're, we're starting to meet about that and, and see what the plans are. Uh, there is a, uh, at least for the time being, uh, this uh, announcement by the university that no large gatherings will be held through the end of April, uh, which uh, makes things tricky for spring football we're continuing to monitor the situation, and we'll make a decision about what that looks like um, with regard to a spring game uh, and, and things of that nature. So it's uh, still very much in the air, but at the same time, we're, we're looking to try to figure out a way to, to make it happen if, uh, in fact, uh, it's viable. I'm trying to fill in some blanks here, Jeff Mitchell, but I can't imagine that, that you guys at, at Southern Miss were too surprised when Conference USA made the decision. Yes. No, I, you know, I, we were monitoring what was happening across the country very closely, just staying in contact with colleagues, uh, you know, via phone, text, and uh, conference officials, the athletics directors. You know, interestingly enough, uh, you know, Jeremy and all of the ADs within our league were gathered together at the conference tournament. And, I, you know, I suppose that if something like this were to happen, uh, the the opportunity for all the league leaders to be in the same area together probably made things a little bit easier because uh, you can get in a room together and look each other in the eye and make decisions. And, and uh, again, because these are very difficult decisions to make. And so we're texting back and forth as these meetings are happening. And just so that I could start getting our folks ready here. And uh, a lot of our travel party elected not to go to Frisco as a result of some of the university's policies to limit travel parties to events. And we wanted to honor that out of respect to the university. So in hindsight, it worked really well because we were able to gather folks here uh, to communicate, um, to craft the appropriate messages to the community, to our department, to the university. Uh, and uh, it's been—it's just really been unprecedented and amazing, and, and none of us have ever experienced this before. And um, it's just—it's really wild. It—it it really is. Well, uh, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the Eagle Hour today, conveying that to our fans, and we'll—we'll uh, we'll be sure uh, just to, um, just monitor it. And and man, thanks so much for your leadership at the University of Southern Mississippi. Thanks for being on the Eagle Hour. Thanks, guys. My pleasure. Jeff Mitchell, Deputy Director of Athletics, all spring sports uh, for Conference USA have been suspended until further notice. We'll take a break on the Eagle Hour and come back and talk more about it with Patrick McGee from the Bluxy Sun-Herald right after this. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back on a very unique uh, Thursday. Appreciate you for tuning in to the Eagle Hour. Just 
Finished talking to Jeff Mitchell, Deputy Director of Athletics at the University of Southern Mississippi, and just uh, have, um, being announced right after noon by Conference USA, the announcement that all spring sports competition, that's every sport, softball, baseball, golf, tennis, track and field, effective immediately has been suspended until further notice. Uh, if you missed that segment with uh, Jeff Mitchell, you can uh, go back and listen to it on demand and, and just uh, as soon as the show's over. But greatly appreciate him. Thankful for the leadership he and Jeremy McLean and others um, ha- you know, just have are, are leading us through this. And want to get um, Patrick McGee's angle on it, the professor. We go down to the, to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and from the Bluxy Sun-Herald and Patrick, uh, a really Jeff Mitchell used this uh, adjective, an unprecedented day, not only in the history of Southern Miss, not only in Conference USA, but in college athletics. Really never had a day like this, have we? Yeah, well, I think the sports world in general has never been dealt something like this. I mean, you're reaching the you know, NBA over in Europe, uh, I'm sure across Asia. It's, it's a worldwide uh, shutdown uh, for sports. Uh, I think in the, the day, horse racing may be the only thing left for people to bet on here in a, uh, pretty soon. So, I mean, it's 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 a little it's 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 hard to digest. It's hard to kind of wrap your head around. I mean, this is something that uh, we've never seen before, and I really, you know, we should have seen something like this coming eventually. It was only a matter of time before uh, a life is disrupted in a global world where people can e- easily travel from one. Uh, nation to another across the Pacific, across the Atlantic. So uh, it's we're living in a different world, and this is kind of one of those impacts of living in a modern world. Yeah, specifically for Southern Miss, and we 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 talked to Jeff a little about this. Um, you know, you're looking at an athletic department. You're looking at Southern Miss, um, who I've always prided us on doing the most with uh, the, the least. Uh, certainly with the postponing of five to six uh, athletic programs, although Jeff Mitchell did say that practice would continue. There's going to be expenses that go down, um, and I, I'm just not, I just don't want to talk money for the sake of it. But, I mean, this, this hurts the university, doesn't it? You can't have competition. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it really does. It, everybody's going to be suffering, but the smallest of programs with the smallest of budgets are going to hurt the most. You know, the, the Southern Miss, the Louisiana Tech, the – uh, Louisiana, Monroe, the South Alabamas. Uh, a lot of these schools are really going to be kind of hurting uh, financially going into the, the new year. I mean, this is going to really kind of hurt. Uh, the only uh, upside for, say, these programs is it didn't happen during football season, uh, the, the real money maker. Uh, but baseball for Southern Miss is such an important, important part of the athletic department in terms of the bottom line. So, uh, you know, they've got a brand new. Uh, artificial turf they won't be able to play on. They cost you know cost a million dollars. So, um, yeah, practices are going to uh, take place. As far as spring practice for football, I think that's going to be something that's just going to have to be kind of addressed after uh, uh, spring break comes to a close because that was already going to have a late start anyway. Um, but yeah, for now practices are going to go ahead. But you know, at, at some point they may have to. Uh, uh, you know, figure out if that's worth it as well. Now, Patrick, you join us on Thursdays uh, because you are the beat writer for the Biloxi Sun-Herald for Southern Miss, but you guys also do a terrific job on the coast, in my opinion, covering prep sports, high mm-hmm. school sports. It stands to reason that this trickle-down effect is going to hit the high school game at some point, softball, baseball. Have you heard anything from MHSAA officials about 
about uh, how they plan to follow suit, not follow suit, or, or what exactly the MHSAA plan is at this point, even if it's business as usual? Uh, yeah, the MHSA put out a statement that they're uh, monitoring things closely. They've given uh, uh, school districts, school administrators, the freedom to cancel uh, games if need be. Uh, but I, I think they're just, you know, understandably kind of lagging behind. At, at, you know, this at the moment, they just don't have the resources or the administration to make the kind of call they, you know, for however many high schools there are in the state. Uh, so it's a little bit more, a little complicated for that group to to really kind of make a blanket call on this. So. Uh, I would expect a lot of these school districts uh, would would start canceling games, and I'm, I'm thinking at some point the MHSAA will will step in and, and put a put a at least you know suspend some seasons. At least that's just my opinion. No, uh, it, but it, yeah, and and it makes sense. And and the three of us, you Patrick and and Luke and I, all three for discussion here, it would only seem logical. I mean, it's tough enough to make the decision for any of these conferences to cancel their postseason tournaments cancel the NCAA tournament or have empty gyms, what have you. But to me, it would be even a tougher decision in in the MHSAA's case, in this example, that they go against the grain. You know, to me, that would be even a tougher decision to say, well, you guys can cancel your stuff, but we're going on. Yeah, I mean, it's just going. I guess it's just going to take a little bit longer for them to get to that point. Uh, I don't. I think it was there was a mistake made uh, by some of the school districts in this state where they just kind of waited a little late in the game. Uh, you know, I think whenever you look up to the colleges, they were a little bit more forward thinking. In Mississippi, we've been in a little bit of bubble just because it hadn't gotten here until what yesterday. Uh, right. At least that's yeah. you know a school of thought. I mean, you know, in my opinion, I think this is obviously more widespread than we've. Uh, uh, it's been reported up to this point just because there haven't been much testing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think just the Mississippi high schools are just a little bit late on this, but I, I think I would think by next week that we would probably hear something pretty solid on this. Well, so if, so if there's no, and this is, of course, we're, we're speculating, but if there's no high school to write about and there's no Southern Miss sports yeah. to write about, Patrick, how's your family? <laughs> no, I mean, it, I, I became a, I become a coronavirus reporter, you know, and I, I mean, there's stories, there's always stories to be told out there, uh, whether it's, you know, how a high school coach is handling the, the situation with his athletes is, you know, it, it, are there any stories out there to be told? So if anybody has a good story to tell in relation to a baseball coach or a baseball player or a softball player or something on a football side, feel free to reach out and let me know because... I'll always be You'll looking for stories it. to tell. Yeah, and, and you know, there would be some people that say, hey, man, this is, this is an extra month's vacation I wasn't banking on. or you know, but, but trust me, athletes, and, and really they're the ones that I feel sorry yeah. for. They're the ones that bust their it's, tail ready for this time of year, and it's not going to happen now for something I have no control over. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, I was so to Baltimore with my girlfriend here in a couple of weeks, and we've already kind of nixed that idea. I mean, there's all kinds of vacations or plans everybody has that's going to be kind of pushed to the wayside yeah i'm glad i got back when i did india yesterday suspended all of visas except mm. diplomatic visas coming in the country so i'm glad i mm. i was able uh didn't get caught into that but but patrick um t- talk about that angle for a minute because you cover these athletes and you know i, I was frustrated two days ago when the ivy league was like well we're just canceling the tournament we're just giving mm. uh you know, we're just giving uh, our automatic bid to our regular season. You know, Conference USA is doing that in the middle of the second round, and I, I get it. It's sports. I get mm-hmm. it. 
But you cover sports every day. I cover sports every day. Kelly does the same thing. And for this, this is such a – it's an out. So when there is a national crisis or a, a cultural crisis, people are able to have you know an escape in some way, and they're not going to be able to have that right now. And, and especially for the athletes, is really difficult. Yeah, it's, it's you know, for a lot of these, uh, you know, one of the reasons they're having a hard time deciding to close schools is because for a lot of these kids, that's, you know, they're the best meal or the only meal they get all day. So, I mean, right. they got to figure it. There's that support system that goes with schools and both the uh, the sports teams. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be difficult for a lot of kids who really re- rely on sports as, as, as really a centerpiece of their day-to-day activities and, and, and seeing their friends and, and and uh, really relying on those coaches and, and, and you know, teammates as friends, uh, it's it's going to be a little lonely for a lot of people uh, going forward. you got to check in on each other. You know, you got to look after each other, whether it's a phone call or just check in and make sure everybody's okay. So You know, it's, uh, it, there, there, will be, yeah. there will be similarities to this in Hurricane Katrina, really. I mean, there won't be the, the physical devastation of homes and neighborhoods being <clears throat> physically wiped out. But your point is well taken. You know, we might be in a situation where, God forbid, we actually sit down at a dinner table together and talk, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and check on our elderly neighbors and, and all those sorts of things. Something good will always come out of something bad, it seems to me. I hope. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you just got to have to watch, watch out after each other. Uh, about 45 seconds left. I, I, we don't want to speculate uh, everything. This is until further notice. We've seen the SEC go March 30th. Um, don't not sure how long this is going to last, but you talk about you know economic uh, effects. Uh, we're talking you know mm-hmm. if, if something goes crazy, Biloxi's not going to have the Conference USA tournament. You know, so there's a lot of lot of communities around this state and this country that are going to be severely affected, especially with NCAA tournament. You know, with with no fans. Um, Patrick, is it? I guess it's just a, a wait and see for all of us. Yes. Yeah, and for the economy on the coast, there'll be a hit just because the tourism industry with the casinos and even the new sports books they have here. I mean, you know, what, what's you know, what do you do with that? I mean, but that's all kind of well down. But the economic impact on the coast and everywhere will be uh, significant, especially in places that really rely on tourism. Uh, but for you know, uh, Hattiesburg, where you won't be able to uh, have those games bringing in thousands of people over the course of a, a couple of months for baseball, it's just. Everything's just going to kind of free, be frozen in time for a little bit. Well, if, if you if you listen to this show every day and you listen to Kelly John Center talk, there will be plenty to write about in the Bluxy Sun Herald. Many stories to tell, I guarantee you. Patrick, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good weekend. All right, y'all too. Patrick McGee of the Bluxy Sun Herald. We'll take another break and uh, cover a few more things. But, man, just a, a very unique day. All spring sports uh, on suspension until further notice for Conference USA as well as across this country. Stay with us on the Eagle Hour yeah, right what, after this. What did you mean about those stories anyway? I want to talk to you about Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. I would suspect, considering the subject matter of today, that there are record-setting people listening to our show today. So we're glad that you're tuned in on our Super Talk Mississippi stations across the state. I'm Kelly Sander in Hattiesburg at the uh, First Bank Studios. Luke Johnson is in beautiful downtown Laurel waving to tourists as they go by. He can fill in the blanks on that in a moment. This segment 
of the Eagle Hour brought to you by our friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill, our favorite place to pregame and postgame, home of the 895 lunch today. They had pork chops. You should see how thick they cut those things. Pork chops, and uh, that was today, but it changes, like I said, every day. And that 895 includes your drink. It's not the meal for 895 and then a $5 drink on top of that. That includes your soft drink. Favorite place to play pool as well. And uh, check out some of your Southern Miss friends. They're always there at 4th Street Bar and Grill. This show primarily dedicated to Southern Miss athletics, but Luke Johnson, there obviously is an academic side to Southern Miss, and Dr. Rodney Bennett has weighed in on this whole situation. What can you tell us? Yeah, so uh, on the athletic side, if you're just joining us, all spring sports uh, for Conference USA suspended until further notice. That means that the Eagles will not play at Pete Taylor Park uh, tomorrow. And one of the things, uh, just to, to you know, tie up the athletic part. One of the questions that I'm sure many fans will have, and is if we get any information on it, we'll let you know. But you know, going forward, um, you know, you talk about tickets and season tickets and what's going to happen with all that. The university will address that. Um, but on the school side of it, Dr. Rodney Bennett sent out a message. So he, this is a, a guidance that goes from March the 12th until April the 30th. Events sponsored by USM or hosted in USM facilities where 50 or more attendees are expected, are canceled. So that's why spring football right now, Kelly, is kind of up in the air because that is a guideline that the university uh, you know, is putting into place. So any event sponsored or hosted by USM where 50 or more attendees are expected are canceled. This is from March 12th to April 30th. Spring break, which was scheduled to start officially tomorrow afternoon, but, you know, of course, next Monday, uh, spring break has been extended uh, through March 27th, 2020. Classes will resume on Monday, March the 30th. But during the extended uh, spring break, which is not next week but the week after, the university's offices and all student services will remain open, including residence halls, dining services, libraries, campus recreation, student health services, student counseling service, and any other student services. They're going to be modified. The hours will be modified slightly. Um, employees uh, can remain eligible to use personal leave or comp time. During that, supervisors are encouraged to consult with their student employees to discuss work. Face-to-face classes, this is really important, they're still engaged in discussions. Some schools we've seen uh, down in New Orleans, I think UNO and Tulane, I think Loyola also, have basically gone to online for the rest of the semester. Not the case yet at Southern Miss. Um, they are, uh, at the same time, those students should be prepared for the strong likelihood of all coursework being delivered online or through an alternate delivery meth- uh, method. So um, no sports for uh, until further notice. Get another extra week of spring break. And if you are planning on attending a an event at Southern Miss um, with more than 50 people through April 30th, as of right now, they are canceled. That's on the university side. And, and you know, spring break is always a big time for, for college kids to make the trek to South Padre Island or, you know, uh, the, the panhandle of Florida, a lot of these places. And this is going to throw a monkey wrench into a lot of those things. As you mentioned, South by Southwest and Austin, Texas have been canceled. A lot of the music festivals, I'm sure, will, will follow suit. So this is going to really muck up the waters. And, you know, then the university, too, will then have to deal with if students did go, to you know, infected areas or, or places where it was more concentrated. Then how do you how do you deal with that? So it's just really unfortunate, and it's messy. You know, it's messy, 
And a lot of people, when you get to be my age, you love routine. And this is gonna this is gonna mess everything up, but it, it also helps keep you sharp. I again I mentioned it in the interview with um, Patrick, I think earlier, Luke. I, I really hate it for the athletes in particular because they work so hard. And that off season, you know, in the fall when they have to get up at six thirty in the morning and they've got to run their two miles and they've got to do their lifting and all this before class, right? You know, they don't necessarily like it, but in the back of their mind, they're thinking. March is coming up. February is yeah. coming up. You know? Yeah, I mean, and and you think about the the kids right now in the Conference USA men's basketball tournament. You know, as of right now, the NCAA tournament still supposed to go on. But if you're if you're a, a hot five seed right now, you know um, who was it today? I, I can pull it up in a minute. But somebody was taking on North Texas, the one seed. Well, you know what? If they're hot, right? Well, you know those guys, their season's done. They're over. If you're a senior, your career is over. Yeah, And, again, it's precautionary, and, yes, we should always value the health of people and the health of the student-athlete above all things. But, man, it's a tough pill to swallow, especially like what you just said. You know, if and you, you talk about what, what would happen if this would have happened during football season. So many people are affected. But we just listed them, count them, golf, tennis, track and field, softball, and baseball, five sports, and then in – in other universities that have more than that um, because of the athletic program or whatever it is, you got to think that is a massive amount of student. I mean, what, what's John Stewart feeling right now? You know, what's his perennial uh, conference, you know, competing for conference championship track team feel right now? And, and uh, you just, you look at like, let's, let's get close to home. What about Matt Guidry right now? You know, what about Hunter Stanley right now? What about Walker Powell right now? The seniors. Uh, listing, because those guys have been, yeah. yeah, absolutely for the baseball team. So, it is. Uh, it's just again. Like it seems like the the word of the day is unprecedented. And then you look at uh, getting a little bit further away from home. What does this do to traditionally the largest single day sporting events in the world? You know, the Masters Golf Tournament at the beautiful Augusta Golf Course is coming up. I know the first or second week of April. That's just right around the corner. All right, you've got the yeah, Ken- should, the Kentucky Derby should make mention. First- yeah, and and I don't, you and I were joking about we didn't know if the, maybe the Kentucky Derby was the only thing that was going to run, you know. But as of today, everything you know, but Major League Baseball for the most part. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the National Football League. So Major League Baseball, NHL, MLS, and the NBA suspended until further notice. But you and I just found out during the commercial break. We will have some sports to watch this weekend because the Players' Championship will continue, but without fans. Yeah, so at least you will have something to watch. So the, and the PGA Touring Pros, you know, when they came up during their careers, they were used to playing in front of nobody anyway. So it, it won't affect the guys on the PGA <laughs> Tour, at least this weekend. And the NASCAR guys, our good old NASCAR guys, are going to be running in Atlanta, but there too, no fans will be in the stands. And again, the racers, the race car drivers, lots of times are used to that because when races get rained out on Sundays and they have to run on Monday or Tuesday, you know, people have to work. And so there's lots of times nobody in the stands. So they're used to that as well. So we will have something to watch. But um, but again, this this might be a time that you're just going to sit down with your family and say, hey, who are you? Uh, nice to see, do you live here? Right, <laughs> right. Nice to see you, you know. Um, but sports-wise, uh, which... You know, sports, the sports viewing public has been on the decline anyway. We talked about it on this show this week. The college football attendance numbers, you know, are way down. And uh, this, this certainly is not going to help anything, you know, because people then they get into a routine. Part of sports viewing is part of a habit. It's part of a routine. Well, if sports are taken away for whatever reason, and this certainly is a legitimate one, 
they find new habits. You know, they find new things to pick up, which, which I'll be interested to see on down the road how this affects, you know, numbers of, of attendees of these sports and viewers of these sports. And, of course, if those go down, then you're talking about new economic numbers, which won't be good news. So the, the after effects of this are going to be far, deep, wide, however you want to describe it. It's just terrible, terrible news for everybody all the way around. And again, I hate it for our, our college athletes who work so hard and put in so much work in the offseason uh, because they're looking forward to the upcoming season. That's what makes it worth it. And now that is, again, at no fault of their own or anybody else's for that reason, it's being taken away from them. I just, I hate it. My heart goes out to them. It's just, it's just really difficult. So where, uh, where we stand today, no sports on the horizon uh, for uh, Southern Miss. And again, I uh, should make a mention because this was actually in the release uh, for Southern Miss. Information regarding ticketing will be communicated as soon as it becomes available. So if you're out there wondering you know, what's going to happen with your baseball season tickets uh, and you know with softball and uh, your financial investment, they're, they're addressing that. And again, when Jeff Mitchell came on, uh, at 106, there had only been about an hour decision made from Conference USA. So we're in uncharted territory, uh, you know, unprecedented territory for our, our leadership. And, uh, you know, they're, they're making decisions and they're making big decisions that affects all of us. Uh, so, you know, as those come down the pipe, we, uh, and, and we get them, we will be sure to, to pass them on to you. But, um, just a crazy wild day. Uh, in uh, all of, of the sports world, and uh, we know a lot of you like to tune in listen to the show and maybe uh, get out of politics for a minute or just uh, take a, a, a mental break from your job. And uh, it's just a weird day in a lot of, a lot of uh, situations and just in, in a whole lot of factors. What we're going to do, we're going to take a commercial break. Jay uh, Ladner, basketball coach, had his uh, postseason uh, presser yesterday. We'll talk through that, and uh, there is a lot to be excited for. Um, as basketball season will roll around next year. We'll take a break and be back. Luke, Kelly, and Brandon on the Eagle Hour right after this. To the top. Well, we wish the news was better today, but uh, the show must go on, as P.T. Barnum once said in our final segment of the Eagle Hour, brought to you by our friends at Toyota of Hattiesburg, the largest selection of new and pre-used vehicles, right a stone's throw from our studio here in Oak Grove, 601-544-9630. They're waiting on you. We know that a lot of you got that income tax uh, refund, and, and what better way to put it down on a down payment on a new or pre uh, owned vehicle with their 156-point check or whatever on those uh, pre-owned vehicles. Toyota of Hattiesburg, 601-544-9630. Kelly Sander along with Luke Johnson, producer-engineer Brandon Wallace. Uh, we're here in Hattiesburg. Luke is up uh, again waving waving on 
his king's throne to all the uh, so many tourists yeah, in what downtown Laurel. And I know we've got Jay Ladner's well, presser we want to talk about on the softball game last night, but Luke, what is it with all the tourists? What's what's going on up there? Well, it's it's spring break for a lot of the country. It it seems like everybody but Jones County has spring break this week. But yeah, always for the really the last three years, this week and next week will be there will be a massive amount of people coming in. If you didn't know this, uh, there's a, a show on HGTV called Hometown. Been in Aaron Napier, uh, and it's part of about a ten year effort of revitalizing Laurel. But they uh, will go and and renovate homes, and so because of that. Laurel has become kind of a a place where people come and just to see it, you know, as part of this, you know, reality TV uh, stuff. And uh, it, it's pretty cool, though. I mean, you'll be driving down. I was I was parking a minute ago. Saw Arizona tag. Saw Illinois tag. We've had people from Maine, uh, people from California. There's actually been people from like New Zealand, Australia that have come. So pretty pretty unique and pretty cool here in downtown. So, and the fact that they get to see you as well as an added bonus, they probably didn't even realize that. But we got to see Luke Johnson too. Some people just look at me like, "What is he? What is he doing in there?" Oh, it's radio. Okay. Yeah, the proverbial "Who's who?" or maybe the "Who's that?" Of uh, anyway, I I get that one a lot. (laughs) Jay Ladner had his uh, basketball presser. Of course, no. Even if the Eagles were playing postseason, they wouldn't be now because of uh, what's going on. But uh, some highlights from that uh, from that talk yesterday, Luke. Some things that stuck out to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, just he acknowledged initially the disappointment and the fans had a right to be disappointed. Their goal was to make the tournament, and they didn't do that. Uh, they had a chance, and when they hit that pod play, they kind of, you know, not playing for a week, kind of got them out of rhythm. And he just acknowledged the fact that the roster was really shorthanded. Um, you, you talk about Gabe Watson, who for a, a two weeks they're averaged more than 40 points a game and there's only a 40 points I mean 40 minutes a game there's only 40 minutes in a game and it was because of some overtime games uh, but he but he bragged on uh, how people grew up this year Tyler Stevenson said a whole lot about him and he was kind of their most improved player Kanatsik being the first time he's ever been in the United States and jumped right into playing Division One basketball. He talked specifically about Drain and Watson, and that's going to be the nucleus coming back. And then he, he talked something about Angel Smith. That was the highly recruited uh, freshman from Florida, and he hurt his wrist. He, he got his cast off uh, about two weeks ago and uh, but was never cleared for, uh, for contact. So Jay really likes who's – coming back along with these pieces that they're adding i got a i got a suspicion we're going to probably sign a few more international players now that that cannot six on the team and you know jack domi um is, is graduated but i feel like there's going to be some more international flavor that comes in and then you look at your guy down in uh from pearl river with 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 hardy coming in i think he i think Ladner looks at this team and he says, if we'd have had two or three guys more that we could, you know, have come off the bench and played substantial minutes, then we would have had fresh legs down the stretch. You just, the last month of the season, they were just running tired. Well, so we'll get a chance. Early to, outlook, a lot coming back. Yeah, and we'll get a chance to talk more about it tomorrow. Kyle Roan, uh, assistant men's basketball coach, is going to be joining us. We are going to be live on location at Delta World Tire. Again, not far from our studios here on the west side of uh, Hattiesburg. And Kyle Roan will be joining us in person tomorrow. So, And I don't know what the rules are as to what they can say or what they can't say, but I know that Coach Ladner is actually on, on airplanes you know, actively recruiting this weekend, so he couldn't be on the show. But Kyle Roan will join us, so we'll get to talk more about that. Southern Miss and Mississippi State's women's softball teams did get uh, together to play last night. A big crowd at the softball complex, but alas and alack, the Lady Bulldogs 
showing why they're one of the best teams in the country, emerged victorious last night, Luke, in Hattiesburg. Yeah, they did. State's 25-3 and three on the year, and uh, Southern Miss dropped a 7-2 uh, decision. Uh, State jumped out pretty uh, pretty quick on, on the Lady Eagles. Lacey Summerlin led the Eagles. She went one for three with a double and an RBI. Uh, Lady Eagles fall to 14-8, and eight, and it's going to be the last time they play uh, you know, for, for a pretty good while. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think for, for nothing else, man, a midweek game with State in Hattiesburg, uh, State ranked 21st in the country. Uh, as, as, a, as a great experience for our ladies on the softball team. We want to thank all of our guests uh, for joining us today, talking about you know, Patrick McGee from the Biloxi Sun-Herald and our associate um, athletic director, Jeff Mitchell, for the very latest from Conference USA. And again, this, this ball of clay will slowly take shape, but it's going to be a while. But the bottom line is uh, you better figure out something else to do other than to go to Southern Miss athletic events because they are, are – temporarily we don't know how long that means whether it's two weeks or two months or whatever we hope obviously the sooner the better that this thing passes but uh, for now no southern miss sports of any kind going forward again we'll be live tomorrow at delta world tire we hope that you will be joining us wherever you join us from across the state on our super talk mississippi network of stations for luke johnson and laurel and for our producer engineer brandon wallace i'm kelly sander in the first bank studios in hattiesburg thanks again for joining us we'll see you tomorrow but until then southern miss to, to the, the top, top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.